Man, I'm doing great, brother. It's good to see you, man. Blessed to be alive and still doing what I love, man, you know? Yeah, so, you know, lately, um, obviously, we've been working together, which I think has yes. been dope. Um, but, man, it's been about just being consistent with my YouTube content right now, right? So, yeah. you know, Instagram, um, you know, over the last year, really, even since the pandemic first started, I was just nonstop putting out videos. And so I think now it's being more calculated with my content, right? Um, so I've kind of pivoted over to YouTube a little more um, over the last five weeks i've put out covers nonstop, and really the goal with that is to generate a really good uh, subscriber base so that when i do start enrolling out my original content uh, that i plan on you know working on the next three to six months um that will allow me to have a following you know and so i think what's really interesting is that you you, you almost think that like everyone kind of has an idea of what you do like oh he, that's dg sax you know he, he plays the saxophone he's a musician but like, there's so much more discovery that needs to take place. So I feel like that's where I'm at still, you know, and creation's coming, so. Yeah. Yeah, man. I appreciate it. You know, I think um, it's all about like the key hashtags and algorithms too. Right. And um, you know, not every video is going to be perfect. Like I had uploaded like 30 of my IG videos when I originally started my uh, YouTube channel. And so now I'm at a point where I'm still shooting, you know, with my iPhone, you know, I think that's one thing I would, uh, I would stress to people, you know, you don't need this high tech camera to get started with any type of content. If you're a musician out there, if you're someone that is, you know, currently just trying to figure out a way to, you know, build your brand, right? Cause that's essentially what you're doing. I was yeah. watching this uh, YouTube live the other day. One of the things they talked about was like, you know, at the end of the day, you're on YouTube, right? Mm -hmm. And essentially by you building your platform, yes, you're building up YouTube, but more importantly, you're building up your brand. So like, that's how you really should be thinking about any of these platforms that you're on is that you're trying to build yourself up as opposed to the platform, if that makes sense. Man, so my very first video went out uh, Christmas Eve 2017, mm -hmm. right? So that's like, we're talking almost four years ago now. Um, but I remember actually being at the School of Rock, 
um, lady by the name of Amy Renzulli. If you don't know her, now you know her. She's the owner okay. of School Rock and Old Park. She's incredible. And essentially, I was in college at the time, but I was like doing an internship, right? So I actually created my own internship by utilizing her space. I gave her a call one day. I was like, hey, you know, I'm looking to start creating my own content and I need to figure out a space where I can do it comfortably. And so she invited me to her space. I remember doing the video, you know, that was my first time syncing the audio with the digital, you know, camera and that whole thing. So I was actually borrowing my dad's camera. He's got a Canon and, you know, it specializes more on the picture side, but it had 13 minutes of, of video storage that I could utilize to get a clean shot. And so I remember just like, you know, practicing the song and then like preparing it. So I ended up doing All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. And so um, I dropped it Christmas Eve. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, looking back at it now, I'm like, man, that was such a terrible video. But it's the growth, right? And so I think when I first dropped it, it was just more like I was, I was very proud of the work that I put in. And I wasn't really, at that point, I wasn't really concerned about what others thought. I was just like, I'm proud of it because I see how far I came in terms of just my development and like, how much I learned in that process of just doing. And I think that's so important. You get more out of just doing as opposed to just worrying about what's the next person have, you know, gonna say, so. Totally. It, it definitely was because, you know, even after that, you know, you, you get the feedback, you know, you get people saying, wow, I didn't, you know, there were a lot of people after that video who didn't even know I played saxophone. And I mean, these are people that have been knowing me for years, like people I grew up in, you know, grade school, middle school, high school. And uh, everyone's like, man, I didn't even know you played the sax. And here I am assuming and thinking that, you know, people know this. And that made me come to the realization that like, I have to continue to do this because, well, one, I love it. You know, I love playing the sax, but I saw the impact it made on people and, you know, that just kind of fueled me more to like say, hey, let's, let's have some fun. Like, let's keep doing it, you know? So I kept searching up different songs, you know, I'm inspired by J. Cole, Wale, uh, Joey Badass, Kendrick Lamar, all these, you know, hip hop artists, um, you know, R&B, um, they, they incorporate a lot of saxophone into their music. And that's what kind of inspired me to like, you know, keep going and just like try out some of their songs, you know? So. Yeah, great question. I think for me, it created a routine. It created um, repetition, right? Consistently doing something um, and then finding ways to tweak the process as you do it. But then it's like, you know, you create the muscle memory and the work doesn't become as um, rigorous, quote unquote, because you, you, you turn into a habit, you know, you build this skill. And I think it really just complemented what I was doing well at that time when I first started, because I started working with like different bands across the city, you know, coming up high school and all that kind of stuff. Like I was playing in the jazz ensemble, but you got to think 2017, I'm in college at this point and I'm still in the band, but I'm at this phase too where I'm like, man, you know, it would be cool to like start working with different artists around the city and like just kind of branch out, you know? And I think once I got to college, that allowed me to um, make a really good transition for myself musically. Yeah, so in college, um, I had a chance to actually work with a, a guy by the name of Independent. 
you know, his actual name is Daniel Weisberg, and he actually went to OPRF, Oak Forest High School, uh, for those who know where that is. Um, he was a couple years older than me at the time, but we actually knew each other from elementary school. Like, like I remember back in the day, like, we were, like, really into Yu-Gi-Oh and stuff. Like, we would actually, like, play Yu-Gi-Oh together, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so he's, at the time now, he's going, you know, he's going to Columbia uh, College, and he's looking to become an artist. You know, he's studying music and uh, basically uh, business entrepreneurship and, and artistry. You know, that's what he was really into. Um, very talented artist. And he was looking for a saxophone player. He said that he had a sax player that pretty much ditched him and was, you know, didn't show up uh, to a gig that he had and was looking for someone to bring on board. And I said, I would love the opportunity. So that happened. He brought me into a rehearsal and, you know, gave me songs to practice. I practiced them. And from there, it was a W. Like we, we just got in, you know, got in the works. And, and from there, that stemmed off into a lot of different live performances. So. Well, he, he, I would say, I would say he has definitely grown. I wouldn't say necessarily blow up, um, you know, and however you want to define that, right? Because, you know, in today's age, blow up can mean a lot of different things to, to whoever, you know, that can mean like, oh man, over a million listeners on Spotify or over 10,000, you know, uh, followers on Instagram, right? It's really just what you define it as too, I feel like as an artist, because, you know, for me, like, I feel like blowing up for me personally is like when I start seeing how my streams, right? My YouTube, eventually my Spotify and all these other outlets that I'm creating for myself, when that starts creating generational wealth, as I like to call it, that's, that would be how I would define it as, as, as uh, blowing up, you know? Um, but, but we did, but we did a lot of great performances that he had never did once before. Like we went to taste Chicago, um, which oh, was wow. great. Right. Um, we performed on WGN News before, um, which was incredible. And that also opened up the door for me to work with other artists because people saw that I was working with him. They're like, man, the sax sounds great. Like, yo, we should work together. So that opened up a lot of doors for me as well. You know. First time I got paid to play sax, um, I did a studio session uh, with a guy by the name of Jams, the Flavor Child, right? And so uh, Jams and I, we met for myself working at Adidas at the time. Um, so I was I was working as a sales associate. He came in the store and uh, we started chopping it up, right? We had a great, you know, story. And, uh, you know, he, he was telling me that he did music. I was asking him, what does he do? He's like, I do music. I said, great, I'm a, I'm a musician. He's like, dude, that's awesome. Let me see some of your videos, right? So three weeks later, he sends me some music and it was like, man, I want to do a studio session with you. I come to his apartment off of Lakeshore Drive at the time. We're working for like four hours straight. Next thing I know, this man's handing me a check and I'm just like, whoa, like, you know, I didn't expect this. Like, I'm not even here for this. You know, it's just the experience for me. And he said, you know, at the end of the day, I just want you to know that like, I respect your craft and like what you bring to my music. So at that point, I started coming to the realization that like music wasn't just something that was going to pave my way for, for college and, you know, pay, you know, help me to pay off tuition and stuff like that. M music can be a tool that will allow me to generate wealth, you know, beyond my years. And so 
it's my job now to figure out how can I utilize the talent that I have been given and my work ethic to put those two things together and really find my own niche because I didn't take the traditional pattern of like, you know, going to a music school and getting a degree and learning all these different instruments. Like saxophone is what I love. And I don't even come from a music background. It was really me being inspired by those around me. Uh, my parents listening to smooth jazz, hearing the saxophone constantly. And I, and now that I see the vision more and I've been able to work with other artists, I'm ready to now step into my own with that, you know? So I think that's really where I'm at with everything. You know, it's, uh, man, that's a, that's a really interesting question. Um, you know, I guess where I would start with that is um, music. Uh, music is 80% the spirit in, your, in, your, in who you are. Like, that's, that's number one. Um, a lot of people think that, or musicians or whoever, may think that, oh, the best equipment is going to make me the best player. And that's absolutely false. Like, if you don't put in the time, if it's not something that you're, you know, if you're not passionate about it, um, those are all the key ingredients. And so I think a lot of what music has reflected back to me um, is who I am as a person, right? Um, I try to be genuine. I try to, you know, just treat people with the utmost respect and understanding that what you put into something is what you're going to get out of it. Um, thankfully, because of the the environment that I've been surrounded by that's built a lot of confidence in me at a young age and so I think like you know whether it's like music I was playing specifically that maybe I didn't think I could play or you know oh man how am I gonna learn this song you know I think having that confidence of just like going through it and not really concerned about the end result has allowed me to just like surprise myself in some ways you know like there could be a video or a song that drops and I'm just like, I got to get this out here and how am I going to do it? And then I've surprised myself by getting it done because I think of the repetition and, you know, the habits that I've created. And then... um, You know, I wouldn't necessarily say easier, um, but I would say that you have to, you know, I think depending on the environment you're in too, right? Like right now we're in this like virtual space too, where like you've got virtual events, you're doing a lot of, you know, just like in your room type performances, unless there's like a smaller crowd. Um, you know, I think for me, music is energy. Like if you're in the midst of a, a huge crowd, you know, you kind of dictate how you approach the situation too. like depending on the venue. Like if there's 40 people or like, let's say it's a very intimate gig where you've got you know, bring your own wine, bring your own bottle. You've got people kicking off their shoes. They got their blankets rolled out. You know, you think of that kind of vibe. You don't want to be like too over the top. You know, you probably don't need a microphone in that setting. 
Um, you may just need something that's just gives enough to, you know, keep the audience engaged. Whereas like if I'm at a huge venue, let's say I'm playing at United Center or wherever, that type of environment brings a different type of atmosphere. And so I think that's what kind of gauges like how you approach the situation. So um, I wouldn't necessarily say it's easier. It's all just like, it's very situational. Music can be very situational, you know? Absolutely, man. Um, you know, tour was something that I had like, you know, when I was working with different artists, um, when I was working with independent, uh, Shai Tulani was another artist that I had met through independent. Um, I had always had the, the thought was lingering in my head, like, man, what if, what if I ever go on tour? Like, what would that be like? You know, I think that would be such a cool experience and like going overseas and like playing outside of the country. Like, that was just like such a vibe in my mind. I'm like, man, that would be so dope, you know? And one day that became a reality um, where I was, you know, offered to do a tour. So I performed with uh, Jams, The Flavor Child. And this is like two years into our relationship with one another, you know? Um, and that's the thing, I think, you know, from that first experience we had, it became more than just music, right? So we, we developed this brotherhood and this trust, right? And I think that's where the tour really comes in is the people you bring along are people you trust, people you feel are going to have your best interests at heart. Um, you know, you, you will, you know, you may have times where you disagree on things, but it's only for the betterment of the situation. And, you know, for Jams and myself, you know, we are always, we've always been go-getters. We've always been guys that, you know, we wanna, we wanna bring the best out of our performance possible. And so like, we're just not, we're not satisfied with mediocrity. You know, we wanna do things that are gonna elevate us and really just put us in a better position what we're trying to do. Like he's trying to grow, I'm trying to grow. And I mean, there's been a lot of growth since we were on tour. I mean, this is now two years ago almost now. So it's pretty incredible to think about that experience, that moment in time, and then being able to fill out the energy, you know, from other cities. So pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, what that taught me as far as just, you know, energy wise, you never know how the crowd's going to respond to you, you know, um, 
quantity or the amount of uh, people in the audience don't determine like, you know, how lit it's going to be, you know, like people think, oh man, it's going to be 300 people here. It's about to be lit. Mind you, you're talking to someone that literally off their first show, it was sold out. You probably had like 400 people there and you're thinking like, man, like there's no way this isn't going to be lit, you know? And people are just standing there. I, I get on stage, people are just standing there. Um, we're, we're playing different songs with different type of, you know, just frequencies and melodies and stuff. And, you know, we're thinking, man, like, how do we get through to this crowd? You know, so I think it teaches you that as an artist, right? That like, you never know, based on the situation, you just never know what the energy may be like. But ultimately, you can focus on what you can control. And I think that's so important, right? Because music is the universal language, whether or not everyone connected with it. I know it's important that like, I stay true to who I am because you never know who may be impacted by what you're doing, you know, while you're on stage. you know, what's to come for the future. And with this, uh, with this video is that I want people to get to know who I am, right? Um, I want people to understand my story and build curiosity about, man, what else is to come for, for DG? Because he's still, he still has a lot to, to, to offer. And there's so much more that he has to show to people. Um, so I'm excited to kind of give a different side of like, some of the experiences I've had that I've never really broadcast to uh, individuals outside my network. So um, I look forward to just seeing what people can take from it and just utilize this fuel to your own story, you know, build it onto your own and really create your own story. That's really why we're all here is to, is to live out our purpose. And so I think this will give you some insight into that and uh, more to come with that as well.